Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. It's John Allen with Plan A. So today is just going to be myself. And the previous episode, we had a chance to talk to Ms. Mackenzie Swanson and Mr. Brad, Brad Schreiber, two wonderful individuals who have helped me out greatly. And we talked about a little bit about their story. So some of you don't know my story. So and why this all came along and why the podcast is called Plan A. So our family, we purchased a dealership um, in Monroe, Michigan. It was a Chevrolet Cadillac dealership, and they purchased it in 91. And my father did. And we, we grew up in the automotive industry. My my grandfather had, a, had uh, multiple dealerships, and um, this one was uh, my father's. And we moved to Monroe, in 92, Monroe, Michigan, and I was uh, entered in the fourth grade. So to give you an idea on, on the age. So um, we grew up our whole life in this. I went to college for it. I graduated from Northwood, Northwood University in 2006 with my um, BBA in automotive marketing and uh, business management. And we... After college, I left. I went out to Denver, Colorado. I'm a huge uh, skier, very avid skier. So did some skiing, worked for an Audi dealership out there. Uh, came back home. My father asked me to come back home to help out. Uh, so I packed up my things and I came back to help. And uh, then that was right around in 2007. Uh, most of you are very aware of what happened in 08, 09, and 2010. Obviously, the economy did not do well. And there was the wind down where uh, they actually closed dealerships. And unfortunately we were one of them. Uh, we got a FedEx envelope that said uh, everything that uh, we owned is now worthless. And um, yeah, it was very, very tough. Uh, we are able to um, basically, and during this time, um, my father was sick. We didn't know what he was sick from. Um, he just was not doing very well. So uh, we received in 2010, uh, we received uh, the letter saying that um, um, basically um, our franchise is no more. And my father was very, very ill at the time. Um, a lot of people uh, left the dealership, and it was just myself and my brother to run it with my father being so ill. Um, he was basically bedridden. And I was 25 at the time. My brother was 22. We were a little over our head, and we worked very, very hard, um, kept the dealership afloat barely, uh, all the way up until April when we were able to prove to General Motors um, that um, we could get our franchise back. And um, we realized we had worked, we were contacting all sorts of people, and we realized we contacted the right person when uh, the person at General Motors said, how did you get my information? And we were like, bingo, we got the right person. So we met with them, um, pleaded our case, and we were able to get a turnaround. And we were one of the first dealerships in the country to be able to do that without going to arbitration. And they gave us 30 days to get our franchise back. So uh, we tried partnering up with people, and um, it was – it was very difficult, especially during that year. So we'll, we'll track back. So to that year when we were trying to keep everything going, um, every day, and I can literally say almost every single day, 
uh, somebody came into our dealership saying, I heard you're closing. When are you closing? And every day for nine months. And just happy that people came to work. It was um, I've basically two years of my life. I've basically blacked out. Um, I don't talk about it. It's just recently that I've started talking about that. I've, um, this will be the third time I've publicly spoke about it. And all of them have been in the last couple months. Um, and it was a very, very dark time, very tough on our family. Uh, we decided to what brought this either tears families apart or bring them together. And this brought our family together. Um, my father did a wonderful job. Um, and during this entire time, he was basically bedridden. Um, and then in April, we were able to we start working on the partnerships. And my father found out that he had stage four cancer and he had like a one, 1% chance of living. Um, he would go on obviously to survive that. If you know my father, Tom Allen, and he actually got cancer two other times. So he's a three time cancer survivor. Um, and he's still, uh, kicking and still a huge part of our life. So in April, we the wolves came out, um, People trying to partner with us, take advantage of us, uh, try to buy us out. Um, it was it was pretty ruthless, and I got a real, real good sense of where people stand. Uh, people may say one thing, but how do they act? And um, it was a very very rough, tough time, and we're basically at a lot of people's um, will. And we ended up partnering up with um, um, with a dealership out of. Uh, some people that we've known for a long, long time. Um, grew up with them. My father grew up with them. Went to college with their uh, their children. So it was uh, Paul and Gary Stanford out of uh, Dearborn. And uh, dealership, Les Stanford Chevrolet Cadillac. So we partnered up with them. We thought it was a great idea. We were very excited, very gung-ho about it. And um, when we signed the paperwork in October, it was uh, we realized very quickly uh, what was happening. Uh, two months uh, later, um, basically they forced my brother out and, uh, three months after that, uh, they forced us out and, um, basically t- kept us to the side and, um, basically, uh, did everything they could to, uh, push us out of the dealership and push my father out of it, um, by, uh, by not paying out earnings and everything and basically trying to starve us out. So it was, um, in a matter of two years, um, our family basically lost our dealership twice. Lost it uh, when General Motors sent us um, the letter that we had lost our franchise. We fought and got it back. And then basically a year later, the par- people that we partnered up with um, basically took it from us. And um, it was two very, very tough years. Um, you're second guessing everything. Um, you're trying to figure out what's going on. Um, I mean, it's, it, was, it was a whirlwind. And it was, we were basically had to start all over and my father had to start all over. My brother had to start all over, um, our, our whole family, my mother, our youngest brother, Mark, and then myself. And so I started selling cars and I got my teeth kicked in, um, for a couple months and, um, uh, wasn't doing very well. I was blaming everybody else. Um, and then I finally realized, and I looked in the mirror that the problem was myself and I worked out worked very, very hard, worked through the ranks, 
uh, was able by doing a very good job selling cars. Other dealerships realized that with my management background, um, started after offering me management positions, did very well, and um, then partnered up with um, um, uh, with the Grass Lake Automotive Group out of Grass Lake, Michigan, and Chelsea Chevrolet in Chelsea, Michigan, uh, with Al uh, with Al Harvey, Emo Major, and Nadim Saad, who um, gave me an opportunity to partner up with them. And I worked with them for six years. Wonderful group, wonderful people. And they gave me a, uh, and they believed in me and gave me the platform. And I worked myself up from general general sales manager to um, basically overseeing both their stores uh, in four years. And um, by obviously doing a good, great job, we were able to double sales and double service at both stores. And it was this great job that sparked the interest when um, with General Motors that when we were in the process of selling out to um, uh, to the Stanford's, our um, 41% share that we had of the dealership in Monroe, um, we couldn't come to an agreement that um, basically what put it in the, put a stop to it is General Motors wouldn't approve um, the Stanford's on purchasing the Chevrolet Cadillac dealership in Monroe because their sales effectiveness was so low. So you need to be at a hundred percent and anything under 85% is uh, put you under the review. Well, the dealership was at 55% and the deal, two dealerships I ran were at 115%, which put us in the top 15% out of 150 dealerships. So when they wanted, um, they wouldn't approve their purchase. We decided we came together. What if we could buy this store back? What if we could get it? What if, what a great story. And we had some reservations about it. Uh, obviously, the last experience we had doing business in Monroe did not work out very well for us. And But we were better people. We were different. We had proven ourselves. We had worked our way through the trenches. We got we got the, the dirt on our hands. We scraped our knees. We got punched in the face. And um, let's give this a whirl. Let's do it. And uh, our advisors and our attorneys said, you're not going to be able to get this dealership. And we're like, no. We will. They were like, how? Where are you going to come up with the money? And because um, these things are not cheap. And uh, so we were going to go from receiving a check to writing a check. And we worked very, very hard on putting the game plan together. Got a great team together. Got them to support us. Our advisors then once said, this isn't going to happen. And be like, uh, you guys are going to pull this off. Just a couple of more tweaks. And they got on board and. And then once we got everybody on board rowing in the correct direction, we knew we were going to make this happen. And in February 2019, February 14th on Valentine's Day, we signed the deal. And uh, we then owned back 100% of Allen Chevrolet Cadillac in Monroe, Michigan. It was a wonderful day. And we realized that this was the start of the journey, not the end. It was just one part of it. And our mantra was, we are going to make this happen. We have to. We put everything into this dealership. We put everything in to get it. We've gone too far. And our motto has always been, our plan, you know, this is our plan A is to make this work. And our plan B is work harder at plan A. There is, there's no other direction. There's no retreat. Okay. It is push forward. That doesn't mean that you don't step back and regroup and reanalyze but we were going to make this happen. 
and within 90 days we were able to break the store record and this is a dealership that uh, the owners uh, employ at their Dearborn store the number one salesperson in the world so um, they they know what they're doing and we are able to bring it to a whole new level and um, and then we know that this is just the beginning where there is so much potential we're just scratching the surface and our our plan a is still moving forward still better in ourselves self still invest in ourselves and we've learned a lot and the reason for this podcast is so we can share we can share our experiences um a lot of uh, i was told um a while ago if you steal one idea you're a thief if you steal a thousand ideas you're a genius and i wanted to put this podcast together to help share my experiences and share my ideas so that way you know if if I can help make life easier for other people or inspire other other people to realize that you're never down and out. No matter how hard you think you're you're down or hard how hard you get hit, I mean you can always come back. I mean we, when we lost that franchise, so many dealerships folded up their cards and quit, and then to get it back and then lose it again. Oh, it was. It was tough. It was it was unbelievable. I basically, as I told you, in basically two years of my life, I basically blacked out. I just um, it was just so hard, so much stress, and um, by not giving up, by keep investing in myself. That doesn't mean that you second guess. You're going to second guess yourself, um, but realizing that you got to keep pushing, you got to keep moving forward, and no matter what the obstacles, there's always going to be obstacles. There's always going to be people saying, no, you can't do it. All that matters is if you think you can do it. And we realized that, you know, we got the store back and now we're moving forward and we have some very audacious goals. And there's still people saying, you can't do it. You can't accomplish it. Even though they know what we've accomplished and how far we've came, you can't do it. It's not going to happen. You're not good enough. You're not talented enough. This isn't the right market. It's not the right economy. You don't have the people around you. You know, it's no matter what you're going to, you're going to have the negativity. And I believe that we do have the experience. We have the right attitude. We do have the right people around us. And um, that doesn't mean that we can't get better. We're going to continue training. We're going to continue moving forward. Because that's our plan. That's our plan A. And our plan B is to keep moving forward, to make this happen, to make this we are going to we are going to rise by lifting others and we don't fault from that and it is continuing with everything that we're that we're doing from the start of this podcast with impact um where we well we wrote the check for five thousand dollars to get this podcast going for impact and we're happy that we can be a part of it and help share and give people a a platform to share their experiences or the ideas and to help rise and to lift others so that's a little bit about me john allen and where plan a comes from so i'd love to hear from you and we will obviously be talking a lot more about this and i would like to go in a little bit more detail about it but it even to this day it's still tough for me to talk about 
And um, I'm hoping with these next interviews and me talking to some wonderful business owners that uh, we might get a chance to share our experiences. So a little bit about me, John Allen, Allen Chevrolet Cadillac here in Monroe, Michigan. And um, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. God bless. And once again, this is John Allen with Plan B or Plan A. I'm sorry. This is a new podcast. And remember, our Plan B is work harder at Plan A.